guys, welcome to Attention Seekers. We have reached what I feel is a great milestone, episode 17. Joining me, as always, is our stunning, wonderful, beautiful, smart, charming, funny... Uh, you can stop now. <laughs> well, I was running out of adjectives. <laughs> Rosie <laughs> de Leche. Hey. <laughs> Hello. Hi, Nate. And thank you for all these adjectives. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. So, it is we, quite of a milestone. We survived, like, what, first three months? First three months, Four? yeah. Four three. months. Yeah. Woohoo. Four months. So, one of the things that both Rosie and I have been feeling recently is Facebook. Oh, right. <laughs> Just that. Ugh. How do you yeah. feel about Facebook, Rosie? What? What? Exactly. <laughs> it's only recently that I've started posting there again, mainly because I don't know. I didn't really know what else to do. You were oh, bored. I... <laughs> I needed an outlet for the content I was creating and Facebook was just kind of there. Right. But Mm -hmm. it feels like a relationship that, you know, where you're just going out with someone because they're there rather than you love them. (laughs) That's so mean. I've never done that. So mean of you. I've actually been flirting with a new social media platform. Ooh, tell us more. Her name's LinkedIn. Oh. <laughs> I think it's going to go pretty well. So this week, we'll be talking about why LinkedIn is becoming the new Facebook for leads. Yes. And it's actually a very interesting one because I think that, of course, whenever we're talking about social media or content strategy, a lot of people say you have to be everywhere. You have to be present on every platform. Of course, some people, smart ones, will say to focus on a few at a time, um, just to make sure that you grow them and everything. But I think that people now are getting to that level of, okay, LinkedIn is this new thing that was just about having your CV out there in a way or like a professional uh, platform, if you to it and now it's changing now it's becoming a place to find new clients to actually have a strategy for and that's quite interesting quickly before we jump into what makes linkedin so great what's your problem with facebook mate so my problem is that facebook is becoming this very busy noisy oversaturated platform so everybody is on there right now and there is so much content whether that content is good or not i have my doubts about it pardon me it's more difficult to actually stand out and make true connections and find the right engagement and that's quite key if we want eventually to have leads and make more sales so i'm quite bothered by the fact that as I said, it's not only the oversaturated, but the audience, because everybody's on there, whether they are business owners or just people, you know, somebody's mom or something like that. The audience is there and it's huge and too large. But then how many people in that audience really engage with you and how many of those people really eventually will become a lead? 
God knows. It's a bit of a catch-22 sometimes. That's a bit my feeling. Facebook is, is wonderful because you do have the targeting tools and because of the terrifying amount of data that Facebook have about us, you can segment the audience very, very easily. The problem arises mainly for me with cold outreach. Mm -hmm. So because Facebook's hashtagging tools are abysmal <laughs> i mean yeah. they haven't really updated their hashtagging guidelines for the last three years so yeah. you can tell immediately right there well facebook is really more about content delivery than it is about content discovery yeah similarly as you're saying rosie facebook is hugely oversaturated i see ads all the time and again because the because the targeting is so good they're kind of for the same products again and again and again and again and again but as well, there's a bit more of a, a personal reason behind you not liking Facebook, isn't there? <laughs> yes, I didn't know that we were going to talk about that. But I think that, uh, well, for me at least, it's two things in, on a personal level. It's actually that feeling of people are just very much interested in whatever you're doing on a private level just because they got super curious and they just want to know and whatever. So unless you use a business page or indeed you pay for ads and all of that, if you're trying to leverage your Facebook profile, personal one, he becomes sometimes like, you know, at one point I will have my aunt replying to one of my business posts and I'm like, okay, this is, this is not working. You know, <laughs> that, that's not exactly who I want to engage with my post, but the other side of it for me on a personal level, and this might feel a bit off for some people, is that I get a bit tired of all the fakeness and easiness that is communicated on Facebook. Oh, and that hey, sort Rosie, of yeah. <laughs> so funny you should say that. I actually paid sixty nine dollars the other day for a yeah. course that means I can make a hundred thousand pounds uh, within within a week. Right. I, I, I know exactly. It's, it's, there are so many of those out there. Like, you know, I've also, I think that once I've also seen, or I think somebody actually tried to sell me something that was like, if you give me thousand dollars right now, within the next two months, you will make $20,000. I mean, you know, wow, what a result. <laughs> that so is, I think that, that's pretty good that return. Quite a, yeah, it's definitely. A Links down one, in the description, and, right guys? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's really outrageous sometimes the things that you will hear but I think that there is a lot of um of this going on and and that sort of makes it more difficult for people that are a little bit more maybe honest um and they are trying to give the right value high value to actually send out for the right reasons because there is a lot of this rah 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 just happening and that personally rubs me the wrong way that being said, though, of course, I still use Facebook, uh, or at least as I said to you, probably in the last few, few weeks, I've been a little bit more, okay, I need a break from this. Um, but it's still something that I enjoy just using and posting because I do see the value for it. But then again, there are other platforms out there, and we got LinkedIn, which is a fun one, and it's a good one to find new clients. Yeah, when you talk about Facebook being oversaturated, you're really talking about the kind of content that's on there. Because it's yep. not just other business things that you're competing for attention with. 
It's fun pictures of people's cats. Something that someone ate the babies. other day. Babies. Someone's gone on a holiday. It's that life yeah. update that people yeah. uh, use Facebook for. So when you're like, hey, listen, I've just released this video eight minutes long, maybe, about email marketing secrets. You should watch it. <laughs> Did that happen to you? <laughs> no, this isn't personal. <laughs> it doesn't necessarily find the, the right audience. Huge audience on Facebook, something like two billion Literally yep. double digit percentage of the entire population of the world ever are on Facebook. Yep. But the question is, are they engaged? Are they And engaged? the answer is sorry. <laughs> it's okay. And the question is, are they engaged with the kind of content that you want to put out? If you think about why you go on Facebook, what is it that you're there to do? Because I'm guessing that most of you listening to this aren't thinking, oh yeah, I can't wait to learn about some content marketing secrets or new strategies to improve my business. We're maybe on the toilet <laughs> or on the bus, maybe, <laughs> is a more right? podcast-friendly example. Just looking for a bit of entertainment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Whereas yeah. on LinkedIn, because it's business focused, the audience there are on LinkedIn because they are at least in terms of the mental gear that they're in looking for some sort of career or business related content. And they also are out there, if we are very honest about it, they are also on there to network. So a lot of times they will be, people will be also selecting you, whether you are going to be a suitable connection for them or a valuable one, also based on what they see that you've been posting. So that posting and sharing content becomes immediately as well as um, a way, a tool to show what you're about and to actually connect with the right people. So not only when they actually engage with you and they're already your connections and engage with you under your posts, but actually even before that on a personal level. And from those connections on LinkedIn, I have a few clients that have made deals going from 20K to 100K. And it all started with one post, one post that maybe shared a clear opinion about the trends or the industry or maybe simply a post that was showing what they were um, really about in terms of their expertise and then from there there was a connection made and there you have it deal and people that are on LinkedIn are also more serious because probably they are professionals they have budgets they are already in that sort of mindset not only of I want to consume content that will help me and is valuable and is business related but it's also I am here and I can be more open to a sale. Yeah, I think that's a great point. The most annoying messages that I get on LinkedIn are people who send me paragraphs of information and it's a cold pitch. 
Yeah. Now compare that to the most annoying messages that you get on Facebook. Yep, yep. That's definitely something that happens. I will tell you though, between me and you now, the the most annoying messages that I've got, uh, well, one message specifically was actually from a gigolo offering me his services. (laughs) I mean, still a professional. Okay. But, you know, but definitely there is that that trend as well on LinkedIn. Um, Cold pitching is definitely become is definitely becoming something that is happening more and more on LinkedIn. But I think it's, again, because of the nature of the platform. Whereas on Facebook, people maybe feel a bit odd. There are still people that do it, of course, the old cold pitching thing. But whereas on Facebook, people maybe are still a little bit conscious or you feel more entitled to say, you know what, just first talk to me, see who I am and tell me who you are and then maybe you know, who can pitch me on LinkedIn because of being um, a professional network, then people just feel that it's okay to do that. Our final point of today's Mm -hmm. podcast is that the recent trend of influencer marketing has really completely changed the game. So you see the people on Instagram who get brand deals because of what they're, because of their followers. You get to see people on Facebook who also have a similar kind of uh, strategy with their marketing. But no one's really doing it on LinkedIn yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No one's really taken that influencer marketing model on LinkedIn yet, which to me presents a huge opportunity for for people that want to become those influencers. LinkedIn has made it pretty clear with the tools that they've integrated into their platform that they're looking to have more content on their site. If you look at their blogging tools, if you look at their video tools, if you look at the way that they want people to share updates it's fairly obvious that what they're looking to do is grab that b2b business to business attention away from facebook and give people an outlet for it on linkedin and typically what you see is the people who become big in these platforms are those who are the early adopters now (laughs) it's a little late to become an early adopter of linkedin but in terms (laughs) of making your facebook content strategy and putting it on linkedin You've got essentially a captivated market. Yeah, and I will I will um, say something about that strategy, bringing that Facebook strategy onto LinkedIn. One thing that I think, though, people should be aware of is that whereas on Facebook it's okay to post as much as possible, multiple times a day, all cold, show me what it is that you've been eating for breakfast and all of that, on LinkedIn that doesn't really work. The, what works is, of course, to post quite regularly. Um, what I've noticed with my clients is that three to four times a week is quite of an optimum at this point and definitely have also short videos. So this is something that it's quite new because at first LinkedIn wasn't really preferring or helping videos that much. But right now, if you have very short videos, two, three minutes on LinkedIn, that works really, really well. 
So it's also a matter of, or let's say it's not just a matter of taking that Facebook strategy and just copy pasting it. Of course, you need to become more aware of how LinkedIn works. But it is definitely, as you were saying, Nate, it is definitely a very good platform for people that are going or that want to be early adopters in terms of influencing, in terms of growing that following base. And it has a lot of potential when it comes to the blogging tools, the videos, as I said, and even the hashtags, to be honest, on LinkedIn, they work pretty well. Way better. Way better yeah. than Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. So I would definitely encourage to review that part of the strategy as well and be conscious about what you can do. And there are people that sometimes manage to get from one single post on LinkedIn 50 or 60K views. And that's literally just because of using the right hashtags. So with LinkedIn, you have much more growth and much, much more potential, let's say, for growth and engagement. And it's just really about being more conscious about the strategy that you want to implement and understanding these tools and understanding what works. It's time for the summary. We're getting all summary up in here. We're going to tell you what we just spoke about in the, the podcast. So okay. crazy. Okay. I'm never prepared for these little songs, to be honest. <laughs> what are the three Stop biggest it. takeaways for our listeners this week? So the biggest three takeaways is that first of all we've talked about how facebook is oversaturated and that's not just from a content point of view but also from just a people point of view let's say so there is a lot of content that you have to you know fight with in order to stand out but even from a people perspective you will find the business owners great entrepreneurs and also you will find the mom or your best friend sharing pictures of when he was two so that makes it difficult sometimes to just stand out and being heard or seen by the right people, the right audience that will eventually engage and convert into potential client or into clients. That's number one. Number two, Nate. Number two is when people log on to LinkedIn, they're already in that kind of business mindset. The very fact that they're on LinkedIn anyway means that they're either looking to connect with people who they feel they can help uh, either through a sales possibility or to find out some information. Either way, they're business-minded people. Unlike, say, Barry, who has gone onto Facebook to discuss the football results, people will rarely go onto LinkedIn to discuss anything other than something that's business-related. So they are engaged with the kind of B2B messaging that you want to put out. And three, LinkedIn is pretty much new for when it comes to strategy uh, for businesses. So early adopters, they want to be influencers, they want to grow their audience, they want to be seen and heard by the right people, have a bigger chance to actually stand out when being on LinkedIn. Plus, as we were saying, they have amazing tools when it comes to posting, blogging, videos, the hashtags, algorithm works much better. So there is a lot that 
can be explored and that can be done right now on LinkedIn in a way that could be probably much more efficient than Facebook. So people get on it. <laughs> get on it. Huge thank you to our listeners in America, uh, our listeners to, in the Philippines, and good old Blighty here in the UK. Uh, and also, I've got also, wait, I didn't tell you this, but I've also got Turkey and Morocco. We're expanding, Oh, man. we're taking over the world. Oh, my goodness. Turkey and Morocco, <laughs> hello. Uh, also, please keep the reviews coming in. They really, really do help. Um, Rosie, if they have questions about anything that you want us to talk about or trends that you've seen that you want to know a bit more about, where can they send them? They can send an email to rosie at writingwithrosie.com. Join us next week when we are going to be unveiling the new strategy for effective content on your social media platforms. Thank you so much for joining us and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.